Yo, 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 what's up? It's JD. We're here at Let It Fly in this different studio, as you can already see. I'm with my man, Saul, and so we up? are going to be doing something different here at Let It Fly. We got this thing that we're going to call it Coast to Coast, and this is going to be a session that we're having with you guys right now. And we're going to call it Sessions. Yeah. And basically, it's going to go down as me and my dude, Saul, talking about happenings, talking about whatever is going on out there in the PBA or NBA landscape. And may it not be me or Saul. It might be Joe coming on here and Gabe. And we'll be having people that we'll be interviewing on here just to make it a little bit more intimate, an easier way that you guys can reach out to us while we're talking. We'll be having live sessions, whether that's through Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or TikTok, wherever it may be, we're trying to increase our reach so you guys can talk to us. And that's what this is really all about, man. So we're, yeah. we're going to have some fun with this one. It's going to be dope. That's yeah. why we're calling it sessions so you guys could join us on this. So be on the lookout. Um, we, Me and JD like the idea of uh, engaging with y'all through your comments, answering mm-hmm. your comments on here, mm-hmm. uh, reacting to them. You know, shouting you guys out, giving yeah. you some some pubs. So put hashtag C two C on your comments, and we'll and we'll get in them um, on coast to coast. Facts. Yep. Like, subscribe, hit us up in the comments. Things that you guys want to talk about, things that you want to go over, because we're gonna talk about it here. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, we still got let it fly. This, these yeah. are just this is just in between our episodes. So just um, to give you more access. Yeah, and right? season two is gonna be crazy. Get ready for season two. It's going to be crazy. Cha-ching. Welcome, everyone. Here we go. Our first session, Coast to Coast. Let's coast to Coast. Because we're going all the way to the, mm, where? To the other where we coast. Going? Oh. You know what I'm saying? We're going from one coast to the other coast. That's like taking a rebound and going all the way, in case y'all didn't know. Get the rebound. Saw train down the middle. <laughs> Eurostep JD. Hat <laughs> Little pectus. <laughs> Off the glass. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> I wish we could do that, man. I was in practice today, and I'm not even trying to score. I'm not trying to do anything but to just survive. Get through. <laughs> I'm in survival mode every day hey. in practice, and uh, I try to get validation from people, from the other players, like, "Hey, you're you sore, right, bro? <laughs> How you feel, bro? You feel you, you feeling pretty good? Are you sore too?" Ask Scotty because yeah. Scotty's never like tired or sore. He's yeah. just like, Damn. I, I don't ask him shit about that stuff. Ask LA, bro. Just ask LA. You'll feel better. Yeah, I nah, will. but that dude don't ever get hurt or. Dude is yeah. cancer and he's still here, bro. Like he's the true Iron Man. For real, true, true Iron Man. Um, but dang, like Saul was saying, there's a couple things that have been popping off. I think one of the biggest things we have to talk about right now is the Justin Brownlee mm. situation. Like, I know you guys heard in the news doping from Jordan, from Gilas. I mean, specifically our guy, Brown Lee, but it's a little bit different. It wasn't any PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs of that kind or nature. We're talking about THC, talking about marijuana, and it's a big taboo out here still, I think. If this happened maybe 15 years ago, I think we would have been in a big situation. Yeah, I mean, it's legal in 40 countries, bro. Yeah. Like, like everyone... I mean, especially in America, bro. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm from from California. I walk around and people are smoking like a cigarette, like it's nothing. And right? and like you said, man, it's not a performance enhancement drug, so yeah. it's not like he took something that's gonna help his game. If anything, it 
mess mess his game you up. Think you, mess yeah, it up. You yeah, get brain fog. You can't remember things too well. Uh, whatever you the sound case experienced. May be. I'm. I may or may not be experienced <laughs> as I'm looking into the camera. That's something we might have to get through after I retire. Yo. But right now. I had heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this shirt does not identify me as a person or my personality. This yeah. is a shirt. Oh, you, hey. Did you see that? You, oh. Did you do that on purpose? No, Talking I did about- not. No. You rolling up the seeker fresh? Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got to talk about this this ordeal going on. So I want to dress to impress for the things that we're going to be talking about. That's all. It will be extremely, extremely messed up, bro, if he gets banned for mm. whatever. How they say, 21 it, to 24 months. Isn't that crazy? I mean, he's, what, 36? Bro. He, I, by the time Is he 36? No, he's got to be 34. 30, 30, I mean, even though this is his prime, bro, like by the time in two years, he's, he's, it ain't like, remember the Kiefer situation. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong. I think his was a PED of some sort, supposed to be like some pre-workout, something that was in some pre-workout or something that he didn't, it wasn't marijuana. It wasn't marijuana. It was something connected to on a crazy branch. Sure. PEDs. Right. Exactly. So I think we, I think... I mean, it's legal, bro. And well, I got two things about that, like, because I'm pro THC. You know, people who know me, I am pro THC. Can't tell by your shirt. No, you can't one bit. I think the biggest thing is, yep, it's not a big deal. The biggest and best organization for basketball in the world in the states has their top stars, aka KD, mm-hmm. talking in public, saying like he smokes all the time. Yeah. He does it every day. Most of the league does it. NBA stopped testing. Yeah. For it. So that's great. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to play devil's advocate that here, though. If you're going to play for a league or an organization, whatever it may be, and they have a big rule book on things you can and can't do for this league, you got to abide and play by the rules. I hate to say it. You do. If they say you can't cross the street because the light is red, don't fucking cross the street because that's the rule. Um, so I think in terms of that down that lane, like, dang it, he shouldn't do it because that's the rule in this organization or league. The other part, it's like, look, bro, it's not PEDs. It doesn't affect sports. It doesn't affect this or that. And on the global sentiment of the THC we're talking about, no one gives a damn. So I see both ways. Yeah, but I know Justin. Yeah. And I know him really well. Mm. And he has a condition. Yeah. He has a condition. He does, bro. So it's a medical, it's for medical reasons I'm going with. Yeah. And FIBA just need to understand. Is it Mm. FIBA? No. No, it's It's not even FIBA sanctioned. Yeah, it's not even FIBA sanctioned, Olympic, whatever. Yeah, so they need to understand my boy got glaucoma. Yeah, straight up. He got like triple glaucoma, like whatever you want to call it. He got anxiety that going into the game, like, you know what I'm saying? You just busted China ass. You know, he got Shoot. a little anxious. We got a little mental. We're all about mental awareness in this day and age. Yeah. So if things need to be addressed properly and you got to use something to help calm your mental, whatever you may call it, then, hey. So what happens, each if, their own. What happens if 24 months? Oh, dude, it's going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. San Miguel Corporation needs to hire my boy as a coach. 
Pay him what time. he's been making. Ooh, that would be dope. Play, Pay him what he's been making. Let him develop and work with the import that mm. comes out here. Mm. Work with the guys. Have him be around yeah. the winning culture because he is a winning culture, part of the winning culture. Because he's he's etched as a legend, so keep him around. Bro, keep him around because after two years, like, yeah. first off, you don't want him to get out of shape, Yeah, which he he's not that type of person to get out of shape. Second right. off, what he's done, like, that's going to really hurt him, bro. Two, two years. years. Two years. Who knows? I hope that doesn't happen, bro. Yeah, I really hope for you Please, guys. Please, baby Because Lord. I don't baby see Lord. another import coming in and being able to... <laughs> pick to up fit, the triangle and, up, and nah, get uh-uh. everyone's vibes and how to play with this person or that. You know how it is. You know how long that takes. Like, rarely you're going to get an import to come in and, yeah, all right, bro, uh, average 40 or 50 for us. And, yeah, we got you. We'll support you. That That rarely works to get a chip, let alone multiple chips. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Hinebra, yeah, we're going to be in trouble if we can't use JB. Yeah, for sure. Man. No matter how good of the import or how great of a squad we have written down, like, you get in a seven-game series against Magnolia or Talking Sex or, nah, it ain't happening. Yeah, but it ain't like he has a reputation, bro. It's not like it's he's got reputation. cop. Yeah, he's, he's very clean. So maybe yeah. they could look at it and be like, hey, um, you can't play in the next Asian games or something. It yeah. just, I don't know. do you think it just, it you know, it's like kind of like, the knife being twisted a little bit more because World Cup, we beat China. Now we're in China playing in the Asian games, and we beat them again, and we got the gold. So now that all this stuff is popping off, they just want to push the knife. So you think they were trying to find something? Man, I'm not all for conspiracies, but, like, I know that there's a lot of political things going on right now. And in terms of how things look optically and how there's always a scapegoat, Things need to happen, so mm. it kind of makes the waters less rocky. And I think this was a situation that happened. They but was that, like, we got to find some dirt on this dude. Both of these teams. Yeah. And we're talking about Jordan, too. Yeah. Let's, because. Because they got caught, too, right? Yeah. Some, somebody, but, two players? Th- one with one. steroids. Oh, see, that's different, see, bro. Way different. And from my understanding, when I was talking to our trainer from from Gilas, which is Aspie, uh, out in the Asian Games, Man, shout out Aspie. I'm not trying to put out your business. This ain't really your business anyways. Just <laughs> Jordan, their whole their whole staff was so shaky when the drug people were coming around because mm. they knew something was off yeah. within their team. Um, and this is just speculation, just looking and seeing like through your eyes when you can tell someone looks weird or uncomfortable. <laughs> He was saying, man, their whole staff was all antsy every time that drug team was was looking for people to yeah. to do a test on. Damn, like they knew. Roiding up? For what? Right? When, get money, get chips. For what? <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I mean, that's a whole other thing we can get down. When I think of steroids, I think of like, uh, yeah, like I Arnold mean, Schwarzenegger, like getting big, like getting, you see my muscles. Like you, I might have been. I might have been shooting a couple. Okay, you know what I'm thanks for that. This is roid free. Yeah, nah, but but anyways, I don't <laughs> see how it hel- I don't see where it helps you in on the basketball court. Yeah, now I'm, like HGH is that now that's different. I'm saying all of them, like whatever, like big cocktail, cocktail mix of HGH and steroids and DHEA. Oh, and so maybe it was that. It's just a little bit of everything. Oh, okay. To help recovery, help strength, you. help uh, okay. endurance, yeah, yeah, help yeah. stamina, whatever it is. Makes be. sense. Makes sense. But hey, man, whatever it may be, just the basketball gods, 
please be easy on our boy JB. Yeah, everybody start praying, man. That they, especially the Never fans, right? Dang. Our whole team is afraid right now, bro. And just for my boy, man. I really hope that they don't. The dude's just a solid guy. No one hates like, him. He 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 has good karma going to, coming his way. He does. I, I really. I hope. would say that. Yeah, I really hope. We're gonna go down memory lane a little bit, maybe a little short bit, like. Me and, uh, me and Saul, we're OGs, so times were different back then when we were hooping about when we first got here like 16 to 17 years ago. Saul got here before I did. When you first got here, bro, what did you think of the Philippines? You first got a Philippine basketball. When you first got here, you landed, you're playing in this practice, gym is hot as fuck, and you're just looking around, like, and you're comparing how it is in the States to here. Yeah, so I have a crazy story, bro, like, when I first got here, um, I was playing with Harbor Center. Okay. And, PBL uh, team. PBL, yeah. yeah. And everyone knows the story. I think I told the story about them hiding me. and. Okay, know, yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, they hide. I didn't they, hear this part, they though. They hid me and they drafted me, right? So yeah. my first, they told me to go to Reyes Gym. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Reyes Gym? Yep. So I go to Reyes Gym, Coach George. Coach okay. George was a coach. Wow. Coach George Gallant. So I walk into the gym the first day, and I mean, I have never in my entire life played in heat like that, like ever. It's different heat, bro. Like I for real threw up, bro. Yeah. Like I, w- I felt like I was gonna pass out, and like, I threw up my very first like, practice. Why are we here? Yeah, it was like it was like unreal hot. Yeah. And then uh, you know, and Reyes Gym is is not known to. Well, I think they have At AC the, now. Yeah, at that they time, do they, now, but at that time they didn't. Yeah, or they maybe they didn't turn it off because it's turn it on because sometimes right. they they have it but then they won't turn it on you gotta like pay you for gotta it. pay for it bro you gotta pay yeah. for ac to practice in the gym as a pro player yeah but i had uh the the harbor center team i played for they had won the championship the the season before yeah and they had all these guys playing for their like national team okay so jason castro yeah. jeff chan these guys were gone already mm. um they were gone playing for I guess it was like a amateur Philippine national team at that time. And uh, so it was just me, T.Y. Tang. Okay. And T.Y. Tang was like my first um, encounter with like, like a, a Philippine basketball player. Yeah. Okay. And shit. <laughs> I love T.Y., bro, to yeah, death. Shout to out this T.Y. Day. Shout out T.Y. Tang. Yeah. That dude like took me, Hooper, bro. took me in, and he is a baller, like mid-range bandit. Like yeah. his mid range is mathic, like it's yeah. it's straight up mathic, yeah, bro. He could hoop, bro. Now he could hoop, man. I think he could have he could have played a lot longer. And then w- what was cool about that is we ended up being teammates for Rainer Shine. That's too, right. That's right, is, bro. Which was dope. So um, my my first like thoughts about it was like these dudes are dirty as hell. <laughs> no, straight up. Yeah. Like Bo Belga was my teammate, dude. And that dude was like the dirtiest. He was dirtier in he's his dirty first now. five years. Yeah, he's dirty now. So people know. Fuck but Bo guy. Belga was like, it, it felt like they were trying to test me. Yeah. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. see what I was made of. How much they can push you to the limit type thing, right? Yeah. And I grew up playing like football yeah. my whole life. So yep. American football. Yep. Right. So I'm like used to physicality. I play a physical game. Yeah. I'm not like a yeah, you know, finesse some small guy. Type. So they're like really like trying to body me. And I'm like, 
just thriving off. I'm like, yeah, come <laughs> yeah. with it. I will go you some know more. what I'm saying? Come with it. Yeah. Like, I'm, and so my first initial thought was like, okay, these dudes are dirty and trying to okay. trying to just test me. And then we played in the game, and I was like, oh, no, these dudes are really they're, dirty. They're more dirty. <laughs> yeah. This is what dirty looks <laughs> this like. This is normal. But I was like, that was just normal teammate play. <laughs> It just sounds crazy it's dirty. Mad physical, bro. That's mad what I that's physical. what I remember thinking. And when we came in, we were only allowed they're only every team was allowed one fill amp per team. On the PBL. On the PBL. PBL so it's like we're wow. kind of like the imports. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how they kind of put it in your head as that we're yeah. imports. So we needed to like really really I mean there, there was a lot of fill amps, but there was only 11, 12 teams. So you're only twelve mm-hmm. fill amps per yeah, per, per season. season. Yeah. And all the fill amps are like Nice. Yeah. It would be like Kelly Williams, Joe DeVance, you, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Like it, you gotta, you gotta be the dude. Yeah. Like amongst the, these philams that yeah, to get a bro. spot. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, but that that I mean, I think that's everyone's initial. Even even imports that come out here is like, wow, these dudes play physical, fast and physical. Yeah, like I remember that. Like I I don't really remember like being in the gym and just like being so thrown off by the style of play like it was different i agree like full on like the biggest memory in my head this it's kind of funny um my first week i arrive to the philippines just i'm just being cascaded around like i'm the new toy mm. from the mvp group so let's let's have him have a dinner with mvp at marco polo let's take him to an ateneo lasalle game mm. let's take him to talking text practice so i'm just being shown all these things i have no idea yet about the ecosystem the culture i don't know much about anything i'm just kind of taking taking it in as a sponge and just whatever you tell me i'm gonna rock with it so Lo and behold, we're going to the Ateneo LaSalle game. Mm, the that, biggest, crazy. biggest rivalry in the Philippines. It's like Duke. Duke, North Carolina. North Carolina, straight up. And Maybe even bigger, bro. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. It's crazy, right? So, um, mind you, I'm still in stateside vibe. Like, coming from D1, everyone is huge. You know, Division One, right? Like, uh our my starting five was like six five was the shortest which was me and then the biggest was like seven two and that was a it felt normal right Mm -hmm. you look at the league everyone's so big and fast you're just so accustomed to what players should look like Mm -hmm. on the basketball team (laughs) so we're they're we're getting pumped up i'm at the arena i'm sitting next to boston vp and all the of his yes men are just telling me like how dope this is. This is the biggest, the craziest rival. He's out to nail, right? He's out to nail. Uh-huh. So I'm 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 pro out to nail. I'm out to nail. Um, so all right, cool. We're there before the game starts. I'm still like bushy eyed, trying to figure out this. this is crazy. Drums start playing. It's all loud and like it just feels weird that there's drums in the arena. Damn, bro. Boom, players start coming out. They're just running around, getting warmed up. I'm looking around like, yo, boss MVP, so is this like the JV team that's playing first? <laughs> or it, is this the, oh, this is the teams? Yeah. These are, and I'm, cause I'm looking, bro, and no disrespect, but like, there's no one over 6'5. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, and the guards are like 5'9, five, 5'10. Five, no disrespect, cause like, I'll get to my point. Just perspective. Who are the players? Like, could you, I, can you think of it? I can't. 
because at the time I didn't Rico know. Rico Meyerhofer? I didn't know. No. No, I, I didn't know faces yet. Mm. This is my first week here. So it just so happened there's a big game during this time yeah. when I first got there. So I don't know nothing. I just see a bunch of college guys that don't look like they're in college <laughs> compared to the States. In the yeah. States, you go to D1 school, like, All we right. look like men. Yeah. Here, sure. they look like little kids. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, my first impression was like, man, I'm going to kill this league. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, I, I didn't torch no league. I'm just telling you, like, when I first got here and I just saw the height differential. Yeah, yeah. And back then, I guess 15 years ago, like, the training w- wasn't where the state side training was at when we first entered the league. It was a big discrepancy yeah. of off-court training. Yeah. So you just catching up now a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, facts. But back then, like, I didn't see any buffed out dudes, yeah. like, uh, playing in the UAP. Yeah. Like, you see it now. They're, everyone's got legs, and they yeah. can jump out of the gym. Like, back then, there'd be, like, maybe one or two dudes that could maybe dunk. Right. Right? On these squats. So that was my first initial reaction, was just thinking, like, these are some JV dudes, bro. Like... What are the pros are going to look like? This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But um, obviously, that was just the first week when I got here. Like, obviously, my perception changed as I got to see how Philippine basketball was with the physicality and the mind games and just the style of play. But just that first week, bro, it was. But you know what's cool about that when you say that is like, yeah, no one's over 6'5". But then, mm. like, they play bigger than what they exactly. are. Exactly. Scotty Thompson, kinda, kinda a.k.a. Like, Calvin Abueva. Kind of like. Manny Pacquiao, bro. Like, Manny Pacquiao was little, but he went up all different type of weight classes, fighting way bigger dudes Mm -hmm. and winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like, the true Filipino. Yeah. I just got goosebumps when you said it, because that's so true. That's what I love about our culture, is that, oh, that... That bravado or pride that we carry as Filipinos, bro. bro. They're not going back down. Like, they're going back down to shit. Yeah. Like that's what I love about this. Five ten guard guarding you, like he's gonna get in you, like yeah. he's your height. I mean, look, you're Filipino. Remember, you had to guard Alan Durham, and you, you're a little uh, little dude trying to guard this big guy. Locked his ass up too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he had like average thirty. Uh, okay, uh, b- b- run the tape because when I was guarding him, problems. You still average thirty, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're talking about one of the best imports to ever play out here, bro. Yeah. You didn't lock like him up. 80s. Sorry. You didn't I, lock him up. Yes, I did. We got to go back to this tape because if if, if our imports averaging over I, 30. Yes, but that was like in transition, getting rebounds. When I was guarding him, he, couldn't he was do nothing. not he could not I was getting under him. I take your word for and it. And then he was trying to back me down, he couldn't. He I was You're fronting strong. him. Yeah. Like It's tough. Bro, it, it was pro- Come on, you were on the other end. I know. When I was guarding I'm giving you love. Me, like, it was, no, you're right. It like prob- it's it's hard to play against you. When you're playing defense like that, like in general, you're a hard person to get around. Yeah. So like you're strong as an ox. Like, Thank you. No, Thank no, you. F- for sure. Thank you. But yeah, like you said, it's like like you said, hard of a Filipino, bro. Like yeah. that's that Filipino pride. Like these dudes are little, yeah, but bro. they they ain't going back down they from nobody. Shit, bro. That shit's tight. You should so, never don't ever get in a fight with a Filipino man. He'll find a way to beat you with like a fucking skank <laughs> or like <laughs> fucking he'll find a way, bro. <laughs> so dog, to piggyback on that, if you came out here. Let's not say that was before you were in the pros, all right? Yeah. They took you to that Atenea LaSalle game. You were in high school, dog. You are in high school in America, and they flew you out here, and they showed you all that. Would you be like— I'm a torture league. <laughs> no, no. But would you be like, yeah, I want to come play out here? Oh, oh. Um, and if you did, what school? Okay. I mean, 
Oh yeah, if they knowing were, what you know now, like knowing, uh, knowing what, what I know, know what you know now, uh, all the schools, if oh, there yeah. was, they they courted Ateneo. you that way. Yeah, I would be an Ateneo guy, just because like that really, I really got some great treatment when I first got here, and everything was through the Ateneo eyes. All yeah. the bosses that came up to me, everyone was pro Ateneo. Yeah, so that MVP. really it. It etched it into yeah, me, you're bro. You're wearing the wrong color. Huh? You're wearing the wrong Am color. Am I wearing the wrong color? Yeah, This are. is a universal nice color that people like no, to look at. that's LaSalle. Animo LaSalle right I mean, there. a LaSalle can resonate with this color. It doesn't mean the green resonates with LaSalle. It does out here. I'll tell you that much. I mean, shoot. I mean, like, I don't hate LaSalle. I'm not saying I would not hesitate to go to LaSalle. Like, my college was green that I went yeah. to. So, I mean. I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the opposite end. We would have played against each other because... I was around T.Y. Tang, Rico Meyerhofer. Yeah, LaSalle. Tony Itati was a LaSalle guy who was a Nike, uh, my, my Nike guy. Our Nike guy. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Tony. Shout Itati, out Tony, man. bro. Shout out Tony. He's the coolest, he, coolest one. Yeah, he took care of us. Um, yeah. But those were all like LaSalle guys. So I was yeah. like embedded in that whole like Their animo. Vibes. Yeah. yeah. So I would have you know. I would have for sure went there. Yeah, that would have been fun, bro. To be honest, like if we were somehow our prime is now and let's say the move was to go to college to these universities out here, shit would be so fun, bro. Yeah. We would run these towns. That would be cool if Philippine basketball got in that level to where they could compete with the with the div- North Division Carolina, one Division One school yep. that were like where where guys want to come out here because there's so much Filipino talent so in much, America, bro. bro. So much. Like these dudes are legit. Like they're. Yeah. I mean, one of the there's, starting point guards for the number one ranked team in the league, uh, uh, country, like a couple years ago, Virginia. What was it? Uh, Kill Clark. Yeah, Kill Clark. Imagine like if Hooper, like bro. if if can you imagine Ateneo could compete Got with him? Virginia for recruiting, dude. I. Think about it. What if Kai Soto was playing for one of these teams? Kale Clark. Um, there's these two kids from Arizona State that are playing on it that uh, that are going to play in Adams now. Two Arizona State Filipino kids, at yeah. Hoopers. Like, dude, like, like Japheth would have didn't never have to leave. Yeah, he just stays here to hoop yeah. here. Like, can you imagine? Like, what a it'd be fun, bro. It'd be fun. And then there's. You know, you can do sponsorships, endorsements out here. It's all okay. Like, well, you can do it now in states. Too. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but, but um, I think facilities, the way that they take care of these guys, it's, it's not up. It's not up to it's not par. Up to par yet. It's not the standard that they it should be there. at. They can get there. Is what I'm saying. That'd be money. dope. Before we get out of here, though, what's like, up? let's let's address what's going on in in Israel right now. Ooh, like, I, I don't want to get into it on on what ends right and <sighs> what ends wrong. But at the end of the day, man, like it's. It's sad, and and I just pray for peace over them, bro. Like it's it's extremely heartbreaking to see babies, kids that don't deserve it, bro, just getting blown to pieces. Like it's it literally. My girl sat in bed and was like crying, yeah. bro. Like because it's all over social media. Like before, you would you would have to tap into the news, and then they would filter things. Sure. Now this the social media era. Yeah. This is a war during. Social yeah. media era, bro. You have access to everything. Access to information, it's man. It's crazy the stuff that you see, and it's so sad, bro. So, like, I just wanted to address, man, that just just a Prayers. prayer of Prayers. peace over that. Good vibrations. Yeah, bro. Good like, energy. Good vibes. I just, I mean, I have a couple things about that. I just, like, we're so helpless in our position of where, where we currently at. We How, how much help can we li- realistically do, aside from making content and spreading awareness about the situation, um, at the end of all days, like, it's just so sad. I don't even want to watch 
it. Yeah, I don't want to say I want to. Like I, I don't even want to read or hear about it because there's just nothing could do other than yeah. just overthink about it and get sad or angry. Anything that's not really gonna help the situation. And um, maybe that's insensitive to say. It's just like, dude, like something's gonna pop off one of these days. One of these wars is gonna pop off some World War Three type War stuff. Three shit, and, I'm and, praying it don't. And there's a lot that we can't do, you know, when I'm that does happen. Don't. Yeah, I got a couple boys from Israel. Um, yeah, that that are out here that that I'm really close with. So yeah. you know, they they talked to me about when it first happened, bro. It was like, oh man, you see what's going on. Yeah. And I was just like, man, how's your family? You right. guys good? You know, and and so I try and stay out of it because they'll start yeah. talking about like, oh, they're wrong, and, and people, then, the media's yeah. betraying it that this person is wrong. But this, you know, it's, it's like, look, mess. at the end of the day, bro, like. It's it's war and it's probably deeper than anything we could think of. Anything we can ever imagine. Yeah, it's it, so deep. But it's like, damn, man, I just pray for peace, bro. Like over there, some type of peace, some type. I mean, of, we can spark one up and talk about this one for hours, bro. Yeah. All right. But yeah, just spreading good energy and good vibes. All right, so yeah, just to wrap this first session up of Coast to Coast, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, make sure you guys like, subscribe, and uh, smash that button right there. Um, continue to engage with us, guys. We're going to be in here two to three times a week in between our episodes of Let It Fly. Um, be on the lookout for this. It won't just be me and JD. It will be Joe. We'll get other people in here. Um, get in our comments. Put hashtag C2C, and we'll get at you guys um, very, very soon. See you again. This your boy, Saul Mercado. Let it fly. I'm your boy, JD. Talk to you guys again soon. Peace and love, baby. Peace out. Peace out. Stay, Stay out, 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 out,